Well, I want to welcome you back to our daily Bible study time, and I'm grateful that you have chosen to share with me today. I want to talk to you this week, just this week, about some 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 things that are very simple but profound that really make a difference in our relationship with the Lord. The first one I want to talk about is knowledge, what it means to have the right kind of knowledge. There's, emphasis, there's a big emphasis on education today, and I think that's important. I think everybody needs to be educated as much as possible. But there, there is a part of education that's not emphasized. Uh, let me talk about that. A famous philosopher once said, knowledge is power, and that's true. The most important knowledge, though, is knowing God. Uh, Daniel Webster I remember said years ago that if you have all the other knowledge and education, but you don't know God, you're really not educated. And it's important that you and I realize we were created to know God, to have an intimate relationship with God. I really like what Jeremiah says in chapter 9 and verses 23 and 24. He says, Thus says the Lord, Let not a wise man boast of his wisdom, and let not the mighty man boast of his might. And let not a rich man boast of his riches, but let him who boasts boast of this, that he understands and knows me. I am the Lord, that I am the Lord who exercises loving kindness, justice, and righteousness on earth, for I delight in these things, declares the Lord. <clears throat> Jeremiah is saying that you don't just know ideas or truth or books, but you know God personally. And intimately, that's essential. And that's what we were made to do, to have this relationship with God and to know him. And that's essential for living. And the, the problem today is there's a great lack of knowledge of God. Hosea 4.6 saw it in his day. He said, my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge because you have rejected knowledge God said, I will also reject you from being my priest. Since you have forgotten the law of your God, I will also forget your children. God is saying the problem in Hosea's day and the problem today is that we're being destroyed for lack of knowledge, not knowledge generally. We have a tremendous amount of knowledge. We know more about our world. <clears throat> we know more about technology. We know more about just about every area of life except this one the knowledge of God. And this appalling ignorance of God today keep us, keeps us famished and parched and hollow and empty as a people. Isaiah said in Isaiah 5.13, Therefore my people go into exile for their lack of knowledge, and their honorable men are famished, and their multitude is parched with thirst. Today people have a lack of knowledge, in God, and they don't know God, and they don't know his word. And we see this everywhere. Albert Camus said, life is a bad joke. Now, that's the attitude of a lot of people, skepticism, pessimism, an attitude of what's the use. Life is worth not worth living. Because when you don't know God and don't have an intimate relationship with him, then that's the inevitable result. And that's the attitude of many today. There's no joy in anything. There's no fun in anything. There's no excitement in life. That inevitably happens as a society becomes dissatisfied and unhappy and miserable and cannot find thrills big enough and great enough to satisfy themselves. Everything becomes a problem and a bore 
because nothing seems worthwhile. And Christians can catch this disease because we don't spend time with God and we don't get to know him intimately. Hosea 4.14 reminds us so the people without knowledge are ruined. Life is worthless without this personal knowledge of God and this growing personal relationship with God. We can't fit into God's world if we don't know God because he made the world and made us to be a part of it. If we don't know him, then we're like a bird without air and a fish without water. Can you imagine how cruel it would be to take a tribesman from the Amazon, fly him to New York City, put him down without an explanation in the middle of Times Square, and leave him there as one who knew nothing of English and who knows nothing of New York City to fend for himself? That would be, that would be unbelievable. He, he would be totally lost, totally confused. So we are cruel to ourselves if we try to live in this world without knowing about the God whose world it is who made it, who runs it. The world becomes a strange, mad, painful place. And life in it disappointing and unpleasant if we don't have the secret. And the secret is a relationship with God. If you disregard God, you fail to get to know him, then you sentence yourself to stumble and blunder through life as if you were blindfolded with no sense of direction and no understanding of what surrounds you. This way, a person can waste their lives and lose their soul. Now, this is why it's essential that we know God. But knowing God is essential also for pleasing God. God's case against us is clear. Hosea brings it out in chapter 4 of his prophecy. Listen to the word of the Lord, O sons of Israel, for the Lord has a case against the inhabitants of the land because there is no faithfulness or kindness or knowledge of God in the land. There's swearing and deception, murder, stealing, and adultery. They employ violence so that bloodshed follows bloodshed. Therefore, the land mourns, and everyone who lives in it languishes. You see, the point is, whether there's no knowledge of God, where, where there is no knowledge of God, that's true. And that's the case against America. We have an, America, we have an appalling ignorance of God. And God has this case against us. In chapter 6, Hosea says, For I delight in loyalty rather than sacrifice, and in the knowledge of God rather than burnt offerings. You see, God delights in our personal, intimate knowledge of him, knowing him, not just knowing about him, not just having a head knowledge of him, not just filling our mind with facts concerning God, but he wants us to know him personally, intimately. He wants us to have that kind of a relationship with, with God. I think that's what Jesus was talking about. In John 17, 3, when he said, This is eternal life, that you may know him, that they, I'm sorry, that they may know you, the only true God, and Jesus Christ, whom you have sent. You see, eternal life is knowing Jesus Christ, knowing God through him. This is what God delights in. This is what makes him joyous. And not activities, but talking to him, listening to him, obeying him. Uh, having a, this relationship with him, becoming like him, and uh, letting him work in our lives. Hosea 6.3 is close, tells us more, it says, so let us know, let us press on to know the Lord. The idea there is let us choose to make this our priority. Let's get busy about it and to know him intimately, to need to ask God to give us that desire, and we need to do that every day. Lord, help me to want to know you better. This should be the boast of our lives, 
Jeremiah the prophet says. It's really important. Let's pray that today. I hope that you'll make that your motto. I want to know you, Lord. Give me a desire to know you even better. And uh, have a great day. God bless you.